0: thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Right. And whatsoever shalt thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Yes. And you right. may be seated. Amen. Come on. Amen. Come on. Now this brings us to my title and it starts with Acts chapter 10. Uh, now this is, uh, I, I hope by the end of this that you will be more thankful for Acts chapter 10. Uh, raise your hands if you have ever heard, or if you know of Acts chapter 10 and what it tells. If you don't. Well, I hope tonight you'll learn. Now, uh, in the beginning of Acts chapter 10, it says there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a man who was a centurion of the band called the Italian Band. Right. Now, I know it's not some uh, musical band. It's talking about the race, and uh, he's from Italy. And uh, he, was very, he was very close with God. He, uh, he gave alms to the, to the church, and to, he was seeking afterward in prayer and in fasting. And then he got this uh, an angel visitation, that told him that, you know, you're a very close man to God. Yeah. And it says, uh, And when he looked on him, he was afraid when he saw the angel. And he said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thine alms are come for a memorial before God. Yeah. Now, send, now send a man to Joppa for one called Simon, whose surname is Peter. He lodged with one Simon a tanner, whose house is by the seaside, and he shall tell thee what thou oughtest to do. And when the angel spake unto Cornelius... He departed and now called two of his household servants and a devout soldier to them that waited on him continually, and so this shows Cornelius when he uh, when the angel visited him and wanted to. Uh, this is something that God had truly planned for what the church is going to be, right. Right. Uh, and then it jumps to Peter and Peter. Is, so it says on the morrow as they on their journey they drew nigh into the city and Peter went up to the house top to pray about the sixth hour and he came very hungry. And would have eaten, but they made ready, and he fell into a trance. Now, this is something that, with the trance, it shows very, has a very important significance. It shows, uh, when uh, Peter was, when he had the vision, he, uh, I'll just read it. Uh, It says, uh, it shows that he saw the heaven open, and a certain vessel descending unto him, as it had been a great sheet knit from the four corners, and let down onto earth. And so, it shows, uh, it says, Wherein all men are forfeited beasts on earth and wild beasts and creepy things of the fowl of the air. And a voice came to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. And Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. Uh-huh. And the voice, voice spake unto him the second time, What God hath cleansed, call not thou common. Yeah. And when I was reading this, it kind of just confused me. Uh-huh. Now, when you, now you see, uh, back in those days, you know, the Jews, they, uh, they were given in, the, in Leviticus, they were given uh, the law which there were things that were unclean to eat. There were things that were clean, unclean to eat. And uh, so it, it, shows, uh, it shows all the beasts and all the forfeited and the creeping things. And Peter said, or the, Jesus, the Lord, says to Peter, kill and eat. And, uh, but he said, uh, he said, not so, Lord. And, but, so he, it kind of confused him. It was something that God was trying to reveal to him. And uh, it was more something, that, uh, something kind of what, for what was to come and so Peter he said now while Peter doubted in himself what this vision while he had seen should mean he wasn't sure what exactly it meant behold men which were sent from Cornelius the the people that that Cornelius sent to him had made had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate and now and called asked for whether Simon which was so named Peter was lodged there and then uh, he thought Peter thought on the vision it says and the spirit said unto him behold three men seek thee And so they get together, and uh, they they say, "Well, the three men." I can't figure out this mic. uh, It's uh, they come to him and they tell him, you know, "Hey, we're men sent from Cornelius." That'll work. And uh, so they say Cornelius, or they they say that he's sent from Cornelius, and they want they pin him. They tell him what Cornelius has seen. They seen he's seen this vision and how. that he this angel sent for him. And so Peter goes with them, and it says right here, it said, And Peter went down to the men which were said unto him for Cornelius, Behold, I am he whom ye seek. What is the cause wherefore ye are to come? And they said, Cornelius the centurion, a just man and one that fears God, of good report among all nations of the Jews, was warned from God by an holy angel to seek thee into his house and to hear the words of thee. And he and called he him he them in and them. So he, they stayed the night. And so uh, then right in the morning they all departed and they left unto Caesarea, into Caesarea, and Cornelius waited for them. And Peter coming in, they met Cornelius, met him, and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. And Peter took him up and saying, Stand up, for I am also a man. He's not saying, I'm I'm not God, I'm not the one you should be worshipping. You know, I'm not worthy. You know, rise up, I am just a man. And it says Uh, he said to, unto them, You know that how it is that it is unlawful for a man that is a Jew to keep company, or to them that unto one or another of nation. God has shown me that I should not call any man common or unclean. Wow. This is also, you know, it uh, said back in the old law that uh, Jews should not be uh, lodging or staying with those who are unclean. Yeah. And, uh, but this is all, like I said, this is something that God is trying to show Peter, and it's something that, uh, it's very strange to him. And it says, uh, Therefore I come to you without gain, saying, As soon as I was sent for, I asked therefore, what intent for you have sent me. And Cornelius said, Four days ago I was fasting until this hour, and at the ninth hour I prayed in my house. And behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing. And so uh, Cornelius is telling Peter of what he saw, this this angel. And then uh, it says, uh, And Cornelius said, And said, Cornelius, Thy prayer is heard. And thine alms are had in remembrance in the sight of God. Send therefore to Joppa, and call hither Simon, whose stern name is Peter. He lodged in the house of one Simon, a tanner, and by the seaside, whom, when he cometh, shall speak to thee. And immediately therefore I send to thee, and thou hast well done, and thou art come. Now therefore art we all here present before God, to hear the things that are commanded thee of God. Now watch this. Peter, he starts to preach Jesus. Yeah. Just like... In Acts chapter 2, now Acts chapter 2, or Acts chapter 10, I mean, is our Acts chapter 2. This is where uh, the, the Gentiles are shown and given the Holy Ghost. This is, uh, in Acts chapter 2, that's where the Jews, that was for the Jews. Now, we love Acts chapter 2, verse 38. That is, that's our, that's our verse. That's something we love to quote. And that's, that's the, the process of salvation that shows us where, in, where we have salvation from. But Acts chapter ten is a little bit more, a little bit special to us because without Acts chapter ten, you know, we wouldn't be here. Without Acts chapter ten, this church right here would probably be called the United Pentecostal Synagogue. That's uh, right. So but I'm so thankful that God showed, chose and showed Peter that he would, that he desires in his heart to ha- include more. Because back in those days, they also thought that, uh, that, uh, you know, you had to first become a Jew, first, then become a Christian. Well, God was like, uh, not so. He blew their minds with this. Then Peter starts preaching Jesus, and it says, "Of a truth, I perceive." Now he's saying that I see now that God is in, is no respecter of persons. It doesn't matter what race. It doesn't matter what creed. It doesn't matter where you're from. God wants you in His church. He doesn't, you know, He doesn't want you to be a certain kind. This is something that He wants everyone. He opens it up. You know, the veil was torn. When, uh, when Jesus died on the cross, that veil was rent too, yes. from top to bottom. That means anybody can go into the Holy of Holies. And it said, Peter opened his mouth and said of a, of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. It doesn't matter, like I said, what race, but as long as you live a just life, as you follow after God, he wants to be in your spirit. Yes. And the word of God sent unto the children of Israel, preached by peace, By Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all, that whom I say ye know, which was published throughout all Judea and beginning from Galilee, after the baptism, which John preached. He's talking about John the Baptist. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all which were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And he talks about more about, you know, witnessing, talking about, uh, you know, Jesus and what he was and what he's done and how he, uh, he was slayed. And hang hung on a tree, and God was raised him up the third day, talking about the the uh, the gospel. You know the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And he was, I believe, he was also showing him the connection that is between uh, the Acts two thirty eight, the, the salvation process. You know, with repentance, Peter said first in Acts chapter two, repent, which is a form of uh, repentance. You know, you're dying to yourself, and uh, or is it a death and a sac a sacrifice, yes. and then. Uh, be baptized, the baptism is the burial. How Jesus was buried, and then uh, we, we raise up the third day. That is uh, a type and a shadow of right. Acts chapter two of the process. And so he, uh, Peter preaches them and says, "And God raised up the third day and slew him openly, not to all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before God, even to us who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead." He's saying that he he was with us, he was around us, he didn't and he raised up again, he witnessed to us. And he's saying that I, I, I was there. I witnessed that. I've been there for it. You know, there's something about it. You can witness somebody if you can actually preach it. And you can actually hey, I relate to this. You know, this is something that God has done for me. And you can you can just say in general, you know, oh, God, he's so good. He's so great. But let me tell you what he's done for me. Let me tell you how good he is. Let me tell you that he gave me this wonderful job that I have. He gave me a wonderful family, a wonderful church. He filled me with the Holy Ghost right there in that spot. And I got baptized in the name of Jesus right over there. And he did, you can just, you can just anoint and just worship him as a, you're giving this testimony. It's something better than what, you know, like I just said in general, uh, yes. you know, how you yes. speak to somebody right. Right. and said, and while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on them, which all, all of them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision, this is those of the Jews, you know, the circumcision, that was their covenant and that was in, the, um, in the Jewish culture. Which believed were astonished. They were amazed. They had never seen anything like this before. They were like, what in the world? You know, I thought you had to become become a Jew first to become a Christian. This is a whole new revelation to them. And and they and the circumcision, which believed, were astonished, amazed. As many as came with Peter. You know, Peter brought some, I probably skipped over that. Peter brought some people with him, some witnesses. Because Peter was probably unsure of what was to come. You know, God showed him this vision and this new revelation, he didn't wasn't exactly sure what to make up of it. Yeah. But he was like, Well, I'm just gonna bring a couple guys with me to so to show if I have to tell anybody else, you know, they hey I got some witnesses with me. Right. 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 And uh and they believe were astonished, the many came with Peter because that on the Gentiles was also was also was poured out of the gift of the Holy Ghost. Because them that were uh, talking about the Gentiles, the Jews I mean uh, not the Jews, uh, the people that were all that got filled in Acts chapter two they were, um, they saw that the Holy Ghost had fallen on these Gentiles, uh-huh. and for they heard them speak with tongues. Yes. This is also something that's like, oh well, you can be saved without speaking in tongues. Well, no, it says right here, that's for not they not heard them tongues. speak with tongues. It is a it is an outward sign. It is Come something on. that you know. Right. Hey, that person, he's starting to speak into another language. Yeah. He's filled with this God's Spirit right. Yes. Right. and uh, speak with tongues and magnify God. Then Peter answered, "Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized?" which have received on the Holy Ghost as well as we. Yeah. You know, there's, he's basically saying, you know, who's going to stop them from being baptized? I saw them get filled with the Spirit. They have God's Spirit. Now, Peter, he took what God gave him in Matthew 16, the keys of the kingdom, and he preached his message, and he know, he got back from what he saw in the Gentiles, and then he got baptized. He baptized them in the name of Jesus, And of, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we. Again, referring to Acts chapter 2. And he commanded them to be baptized in... The name of the Lord, not in the name of the Father and Son of the Holy Ghost, because He knew that that was in the name of Jesus. Yes. And then they prayed and to Terry certain ten days. Now this is something that uh, I just wanted to explain to y'all that uh, how God's desire was to be in our you know in our hearts, our Gentiles. Because to, to Jews back then we were just filthy dogs. You know they didn't, they couldn't even be in our house. They, we were unclean to them. And That's what. You know, it's so amazing. I'm so thankful for, and I hope you all are thankful for it too. How that God truly desired, He wants to be in all of our hearts. And uh, this is a moment that was a significant revelation to the Christian Jews before they thought that you had to be a Jew first and then a Christian. But God desired a better covenant. I'm so so thankful. That God looked down on us and was like, "Hey, I want that person there. He's not a filthy dog to me. He's not some filthy Gentile that he can eat dirt. You know, he, I want to be in his heart. I love him. I created him. I want to be in his heart. I want to live him. I want. I want to lead him into a great life. I want to. I want him in my kingdom. I'm so thankful for him. I hope that. I'm sorry this is so short. No, it doesn't matter. But I know that. Uh, I hope y'all are more thankful for Acts chapter ten today."